All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to For the Love of Afro Beats podcast. My name is Ali Shopolaji, aka Shopsy Do, and Mr. Schmooz, the one and only Mini Energy God. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> anyway, this is our, is it extra or what do you call it? Yeah, special. It's special. special. This is our special where we have a guest in the building to have a sit down with us. This time, all the way from Ghana. Black stars representing from the west side of Africa. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the incredible Quincy Hato. <laughs> My brother. My big bro. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, at the last 12 months, personally, I think has been an eye-opener for me. It's opened me up more to the new scene and the new vibes coming out of Ghana mm-hmm. from the rappers to the singers to the alternative movement what is it about this last two years that has just opened up for people like yourselves who has just come in hard onto the scene I think like the African people the people of Africa like now nowadays are more open to new sounds mm. yeah. like there's been a change where now new artists with new sounds and like different vibes like are like more likely to mm. be listened yeah. to by people yeah. yeah the people are more into listening to them more so i think that's what has changed and has made room for people like us to mm. make it absolutely in the industry, in the industry. now let's yeah. talk about you tema yeah born and raised yeah. talk to yeah. us about Tema. Growing up and and you know where you're from, what it's like and yeah. what the musical influences were. Um, like growing up in Tema was kind of tough. Mm. Um, I didn't grow up in like a very good home financially. Mm. Usually, like we used to walk around with the boys and stuff. Like sometimes we didn't have food to eat and <laughs> ah, stuff. Wow, Charlie, wow. like the hustle was really really real. Mm. Um, yeah, my my mom was a like hairdresser, mm. so at times we used to sleep in like her place of work and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, and, like God being so good, like slowly we were able to like make it through, and like this music thing has been really good to us. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Brilliant. Now we're in a place where we're comfortable enough to like give mom something. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. So like it was tough. It was tough growing up. How did you find music, or was it music that found you? Mm. Um, I think it was music that found me. My yeah. dad, my dad used to repair radio sets and like TVs for other people. Yeah. Uh, so every time he used to play the radio, when he was testing them to see if they were good. Mm. So every time I heard the radio, I was listening to the songs. But I wasn't really someone who was like, oh, I want, I want to do music. I yeah. want to do music and stuff. Yeah. Now nah, I, I used to play football. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now nah, they play football, but wow. <laughs> you know, Africa there are so many footballers. Yeah. 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 And like making it in Africa as a it, footballer, it's, it's kind of tough. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at one point I changed my mind, like I was like, nah, make I just focus on school and mm. going to school. So I think in JHS three, yeah. yeah, I joined the school choir. Cause wow. yeah, because in school if you make noise during silence hours, they beat you up. Wow. And like the choir the choir used to rehearse at that time. <laughs> and most of my friends were part of the choir. So you were just hanging out with yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, through that I went to secondary school. Mm. I started listening to Young Money and Drake. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I just picked up rap. Because Drake, like I listened to Take Care or Tank Me mm. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, I can do this. Because Drake made rap so easy. Easy. Yeah. Like, like A B C kind yeah, of. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I can do this. So I started writing from then on. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it makes sense that you're influenced by Drake. Because I was yeah. going to say, your style is very similar to Drake in terms of singing and rapping yeah. at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And I think that's what has also helped your music yeah. to break yeah. barriers. Yeah. 
Um, is there any other rappers you say that have influenced you? Oh, like there are so many people I've, I'm influenced by. Um, Sarkozy, <laughs> Manifest, Shatawale. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Davido as well. Really? Um, Emi Abaga. Nice. Um, I'm getting so many, bumps. so many. <laughs> Just by mentioning them names. You're mentioning some of those names. Now talk to me. Um. You know, Damola just talked about the fact that rapping and singing at the same yeah. time. Did you ever get any backlash for doing it? Because for a while, rapping yeah. and singing was like in the 90s when I was growing up, it was cool. Yeah. You could yeah. do both. Then yeah. after yeah. a while, it was like straight up just yeah. chewing Hardcore. bars. <laughs> then later on, Drake brought back the melody and the rap. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get any backlash for, for coming into the game, making those two merge? Um, not really. Because I think like, where I'm from, the people relate to me more because I tell my story. Yeah. I, I don't talk about like some cars I don't have. Yeah. Like I just talk about what we're going through. Like I didn't have, I didn't go to university because hmm. my dad couldn't pay the, my fees. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I talk about that in my songs. I talk about how my sister is in school hmm. and like, yeah. yeah, like what's going to happen to her. Like, hmm. cause we don't have like the financial, financial stuff the finances to, to push it. Hmm. You wow. get me? So that's why I talk about it. And I think people relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah, so that I just tell my story and the story of my people. So would song. you say that's what inspired your breakout single, Grande? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. It just talks about, Grande talks about how we work every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah, like non-stop. Just grinding 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Now talk to me about, you talk about the breakout the single, Grande. Yeah. When you were making that record, did you think it was going to be a door opener for you? Oh uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I just we just thought it was a good song. Like it felt good. Yeah. It felt really good. Yeah. So we just we just thought it was a good song. Yeah. Mm. And like thankfully I had these people ground up Charlie. Yes. It's a platform. It's a platform in Ghana. Yeah. Like what so what is, what exactly is the ground up Charlie platform? Uh, ground up Charlie is a platform that pushes talented people. Yeah. So when you check out their page on social media, yeah. at Ground Up Charlie, you find artists like. With Yata, Twitch, Kwamina hmm. MP, and like last year alone, Ground Up Charlie broke out like three different artists. No right. way! Yeah, three right. different artists besides me. Yeah. So we're like four. Kofi, now nah, I think four different artists. No yeah. way! Or five. <laughs> yes, like so, so many That's artists. Crazy! Like, wow. Ground Up like Eddie K. No Switch. way! Like yep. Eddie K has had like one of the biggest songs last year in Ghana. No mm. way! Yeah. yeah, so oh. and we are see other two. That's by another artist. So yeah, Ground Up Charlie is doing really well. So are you? What you're saying is platforms like Ground Up Charlie, not only with your talent, yeah. but those platforms being relevant or ready to support unknown artists yeah. was crucial to your success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the thing. And they didn't know me from anywhere. Yeah, they just I I was in the studio one time. I was in the studio one time with a friend of mine mm. and they heard some of my songs and was like, oh, come to the studio, let's do something. And like, it just happened. And that's it. Just yeah. like that. So now, fast forward from coming through the hardships, living through situations where, you know, mom and dad couldn't support financially, yeah. had to quit going to university and stuff yeah. like that, to now finding art that people were ready to pay for. What was the first feeling when somebody said, Charlie, this be money for. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like you know, I uh, there was this one point I almost became a security guard. Wow. Yeah, I almost in Ghana. A, in Ghana. While recording yeah, like, music or. Yeah, yeah. At that point, like I didn't have anybody. Mm. Like mm. the money wasn't coming in. Like I used to take money from my mom and stuff, and like being a being a the young big man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing your friends and bands and stuff. Oh. Like, yeah. It was crazy. It was cr and like this being a security guard, they would have paid me like two hundred CDs every mm. month, and that'd be like two hundred CDs be like 
fifty. Maybe not like fifty dollars. Like not even fifty. Like pounds. forty, forty-five dollars. Yeah. yeah, and like that was crazy. But yeah, like, we just made it through. At any point in this time, did you consider doing anything? You know. On the side, maybe the running side the also, streets, you know, yeah, on the streets. Like running the streets. <laughs> let's call it like that. Making make, make <laughs> phone know, calls yeah. to the boys and saying, "Whatever it is, yeah, boys are pushing. Let's move something." Some yeah, I know a couple of people who do those. <laughs> I know a couple of people who do those, but, but Charlie, you just wanted I don't, to. Everyone has his thing. I'm saying yeah. everyone has his thing. Wanna, and, yeah. and, so I just focused on the music and like look where it brought us. Look where it brought us. Absolutely. Now, fast forward to the likes of 2018. You're being nominated at the BET Awards. What was that like for you personally and the team to get that type of nod internationally? It was crazy. It was crazy. I I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. And like, when I saw the nomination, I was in a car. I was in a car going somewhere, doing some errands, and Mm. I saw it. But you know how people act on Twitter and yeah, stuff like yeah. So I was like, ah, nah, maybe this is some fake. joke. Yeah. 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 So I didn't believe it. But people kept calling me like, yo, Kwesi, congratulations. You've been nominated for the BET. Wow. And I was like, oh, man, this be crazy. Like, it just got real. And I went home to my mom. Like, I mm. saw my mom, my grandma, like, and they were just singing praises. They were mm. crying yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was, excited. It was crazy. Then we went to LA, Charlie. I saw, I, I saw the swag. Like seeing Ross live in person, I couldn't even talk to him. Wow. Like, <laughs> I saw your drip. The swag was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Was that outfit that you brought all the way from Ghana? Yeah, shout out to you big feel? homie Flea, like uh, big homie Flea. Nah, that's together. yeah. It looked like you. It, when I saw the pictures, I'm like, Charlie, this guy don't collect money. Yeah, nah, this guy is packed. There's no way you're gonna tell me with this type of drip, you signed a deal. Now you've always been independent. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about this independent hustle. What is it? What does it mean to you? Do you have a couple of guys you put together? Is it a team? Is it what? What is it? Uh, we're just doing it with our friends. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like the people of Ground Up Charlie also help us. They're still yeah, part of the team. Yeah, and like they push us and stuff. Yeah, but we're still independent. We're Are independent. you trying to tell me that with the successes that Kwesi Ato has had in 2018, nominated for the BET Awards, okay. flying all the way to One hip hop song yeah. of the year. Well, exactly. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. You didn't have any offers. There was no takers. Oh, like table. people people have offered us stuff, but like we don't, we don't think they're good for us. Like, what 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 are you looking for? What is Equasiata now, twenty nineteen, looking for going forward? Especially coming from what yeah. you've done for yourself. I'm um, like we're looking forward to like breaking new barriers, like taking over Africa, taking over the world. Yeah. yeah. Do you? One of the biggest questions that we got asked initially when Sarkodie. I remember when Sarkodie was on, move together with Doneo. Yeah. He, I think he was rapping in English initially, and yeah. Donayo went back to him and said, "No, brother, I want you to do yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Don't do, give, give what, don't worry stuff. about that. Do <laughs> what you're doing on this record." And Sakode came like a beast, as always, yeah. Yeah. on that record, that and that record did wonders. People initially always felt like people like Sakode, you know, people like maybe Adekunle Gold yeah. and Olamide because of the fact that they they, they, they they do their thing in a local language yeah. as well, just makes a little bit, might be a hold back. Do you ever think like this can hold me back if I keep putting, you know, the Ghanaian language or you're just doing your own thing uh, and you feel like people will catch up? I feel like it. music is a universal language mm. and like, yeah, like when, when people feel it, when mm. people feel the emotions behind the music, that's when like, they resonate to it. So, mm. yeah, I just I just do my thing. Yeah. Do your thing. Now, uh, 2019, 
like I said a couple of minutes ago before we started recording, yeah. you know, the importance of Ghanaian ladies, hi ladies, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the importance of Ghanaian ladies to this African pop movement yeah. can never be overstated. Mm. I believe they are without doubt one of the most loyal fan yeah, bases within the Afrobeats movement. How are you going to cater? To the ladies and uh, shouts to from the black side you guys like those are the people who pushed me to reach yeah. this level so we, we always i i do music like as i said earlier like i talk about my story mm. and i think they relate to my story mm. it's our story absolutely yeah so as long as they relate to that, like, that we'll just that's keep going. we'll just keep pushing yeah. that yeah. Yeah. so you dropped an ep this year well, i don't know if it's an ep but you yeah. said this is not the tape uh, mm. sorry for the wait it's a yeah. four track uh ep yeah. uh, what's, like, what's the idea behind really that EP. You just got, like you just wanted to give us something because yeah. like there are some songs we never thought about releasing them yeah i mean like those are like those type of songs so yes we could just drop this one next. so is there an ep coming or is oh, there yeah album? definitely all right when can we expect that um it was supposed to drop last year okay but we're still we have to like hold it for a couple of weeks yep. so we're still working on it it'll be out soon okay. now some of the responses that i get especially when we talk about you know the new movement from ghana yourself you know kwame Kitty, all these guys yeah. You know, there's a strong. I went to see Kwame perform uh, in London, yeah, in December, and the fan base, yeah, the, the people in the crowd was like 90% women. So you guys have a strong female fan base. Uh, does that affect the love life in any way, or we're just keeping it free for now? Yeah, the girls there, like there are lots of beautiful girls out there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I'm still single. Like. Still saying, and focused on the music. Are you sure there's no girl there that's going to be thinking, Is this what you're, you're saying? saying in <laughs> you make me a tema. For now, for now, I'm just focused on the music. Yeah, how hard is it now that you're starting to see some of the results of the successes, the increased fan bases? You know, obviously, attention from extremely beautiful, dark skin, caramel skin, yeah. all types of women around the world. How difficult is it? to focus on 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 your art oh it is kind of but sometimes i just go off like social media and stuff mm. yeah yeah because like that more people are that, joining the movement <laughs> yeah, so, like, that helps me yeah. that kind of helps me hmm. and like i i'm hurt when i can't reply to all the people who love my music and stuff like that worries me a lot so mm. i try to respond to as many people as i can mm. yeah now um 2018 in previous years, we've seen you work with the likes of Medical, Sarkoje, yeah. all of these other guys. Yeah. Who are you looking to collaborate with going forward, especially across the pond, across the gates in Nigeria? You know, we have a lot of artists like yourself that are, they have different types of styles that yeah. are now growing all the bigger names. What What's exciting you from the Nigerian sound at the moment? Which artists are you listening to? Oh, like... There's a lot, there, there are a lot of artists from mm. Africa. Mm. Like, mm. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to working with Burner Boy, mm. Tenny, yeah. oh, um, nice. Davido. I heard mm. your, I heard your Yay yeah, refix. Yeah. The Yay yeah. refix was crazy. That's what I was listening to coming in here. He was mad. Like, I'm, I'm going. So I understand why you yeah. mentioned people like yeah. Tenny. Shouts to Caesar. Caesar Mele. Caesar Mele. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were Caesar talking Mele's about him just two days ago. I'm telling you. He yeah. sent me a song this morning. Yeah. Shout out to Caesar. He was the first message I got this morning. Mm -hmm. He sent me a song. I should listen to it and stuff. Like, I believe, I've said it for years, 
that Caesar Miller Millie is one of the most talented singers to come out of Nigeria. Yeah, he's really talented. He's really Extremely. Talented. As I've mentioned about somebody like you as well, that you guys, especially the new wave of musicians that we're seeing from Nigeria, Ghana, Ghana Tanzania, South, South Africa. Africa, there's something fresh, there's something unique that you guys are bringing to the table. And my prayer is that you just connect the dots to ensure that the rest of the world has the opportunity to enjoy this talent because there's so much talent in in africa at the moment but for some reason for dots not being connected yeah. well yeah. the rest of the world is not getting the opportunity Me to too. see it so yeah. when we see people like yourself come into the into the uk do interviews collaborate we're excited because these are the platforms that will showcase you more to the rest of the world yeah. Sometimes we like to be selfish. We want yeah. to keep our stars. You know what I mean? This <laughs> is our own quesiator. Forget it, yeah. that. You know, but <laughs> Best again, secret. Yeah, yeah, but again, you know, we want the opportunity for people to really enjoy some of these talents yeah. and stuff. Before I let you go, I know I've had my experience of Ghana, you know, an amazing country. Um, I've had my experience, obviously, of Nigeria, Kenya, other parts of Africa. Talk to us yeah. about Ghana, if you had the opportunity to sell Ghana and Tema to the rest of the world, to people yeah. watching and listening, what would you say to people? I think Ghana is a very beautiful country. Hmm. Um, the people are calm, like the people hmm. are very hospitable. Like I don't even need to say a lot, like just come. Just come, come and see for yourself. This, like last December, no, it was no, no, crazy. No, don't yeah. talk about Ghana. Was Everybody's like, regretting every, 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 the issue of Ghana. Ghana last December. Like, that last December, last December yeah. I'm still... Up. I'm still recovering from the fact that I didn't go. go. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I had crazy. the opportunity to go, so. but I'm not making that mistake again. No. Yeah. Yeah. Next I year, everybody's in, everybody's in Ghana. Everybody's in Ghana. We're actually going to be Masi, going to Ghana everywhere. before we go to Nigeria. Yeah. So <laughs> Ghana is the base. Now, 2019, like I said, shout out to Tune Phoenix, who believes yeah. that Kwesiato is going to be the biggest thing from Ghana yeah. that he's yeah. ever seen. It, the way he was talking, no doubt. bro, you, you would have thought that you gave him money. <laughs> he was I said I'm going to meet Quincy I said what bro he's going to be the biggest thing from Ghana I said wow. he said bro this guy is going to do amazing things mm. he believes that once the world gets to see your style and your music mm -hmm. that everybody's going to absolutely fall in love is there going to be a show we're very stingy in London yeah. we always love our stars to come perform to us yeah. are we getting anything from Quincy in 2019 in london are you performing to us man oh sure definitely definitely we did a show last year yeah in july yeah i remember yeah. the one in yeah, july yeah, yeah. But, but we're looking forward to doing some this year too like another one this year after the tape drops mm. we'll do one this year so we're, so what we need to be praying for is the tape to drop first yes. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, we're still on the wait we're still on the way so we need to make sure management in the corner ground up, ground up Charlie. ground up Charlie. everybody we need this tape to drop because we need you to be in london to have a big yeah, show yeah. this year yeah, all right very quick one before you go what would you say um because you had a very big year last year what would you say your biggest challenge was and what was your highlight as well mm. in 2018 our biggest challenge I don't, I don't really focus on those. Mm. Yeah, like we just, we just get over them and forget about them. Mm. Yeah, we just keep going. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just keep going. What about finances? Does mm. finances play a big part? Like we can't shoot a video, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. run promos. Yeah. Is that a, a big hurdle for you? Um, that that would be a problem. Mm. Like shooting a 
like a really budget. good video mm. yeah shooting real good videos like using the best directors you need money and stuff yeah 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 so i think maybe maybe that would be yeah. a challenge yeah all right then the I, highlight <laughs> yeah um like the highlight of last year yeah, yeah. um i would say performing at pens hall week mm. yeah performing at pens hall week was there that, were like, like twenty thousand people. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shouts to Foresight TV, like twenty thousand people. And like when I came on stage, like everyone was just running towards the stage. Wow. Yeah, and it was crazy. Wow. It was mad. That's and I'll say Rapaholic too. Yeah, that's Sarkodie's concert. Yeah, I share the stage with Sarkodie. Like I grew up listening to Sarkodie. Yeah, but to be on the same stage, like going verse for verse. Yeah. Now speaking about nice. going verse that's for right. verse, I saw on social media that you said you know you don't do beefs, but you ain't running next. too. I was gonna say if that. If anybody <laughs> draws on you, <laughs> you're ready to shoot. In terms of beef, like what are your thoughts? You're a rapper, yeah. And yeah. it looks like even if you look at the Drakes of this world, McNeils yeah. of this world, mm. for a rapper to continue to feel in a competitive world yeah. and also to promote themselves whether knowingly or unknowingly yeah. Yeah. beef is is it's a very important part, of the, part of the game um but i think like for africa now like it's mm. not healthy for us love is what yeah it's want. not healthy for mm. us we need to like get the music out there because even in africa like we're someone from ghana like it's not really known in Tanzania. Hmm. Yeah, so we need to focus on getting the music out there to like getting people from Egypt to jam to Ghanaian songs to Nigerian songs. Yeah, yeah and, and like when we pass that, we can like focus on other go. sports. Yeah. But, but, but then some people will then say that love makes some it makes some rappers too comfortable. Too, yeah, it everybody's just, everybody just yeah, playing everybody's nice, huggy, huggy, throwing gum bars. Yeah, nobody's really, nobody's really throwing you know. anything. <laughs> so, but if someone, someone, someone brings it, like we'll face them. That's your invitation, though. That's your invitation. Okay. How about this? I had an interview with Joey B almost like two years ago now, yeah. and Joey came out full guns blazing mm-hmm. and said. Na, in his words, Nigerian if he touch us, Charlie, when it comes to rap, right now. What are you thinking about that? <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. Cause Joey was like, right now. Okay, obviously we know South Africa is crazy at the moment. Casper mm. yeah. and AKA, they've complete yeah. the beef took them to the next level. Yeah. But they've been able to continuously throw out music to match that star Random. power yeah. that the beef opened, opened up, up for, for them. them yeah. And a lot of people have said South Africa is running with hip hop. But when you look at Ghana, in my eyes, manifest, all you guys, you're throwing off as well. It looks like the Nigerian hip hop scene for the last two years has probably been the one that has lost a little bit of traction. Not that the credible rappers are not there. It's just that the attention, maybe the buzz shifted to Ghana. And, and South, South Africa, Africa. Yeah. in term, and, and the beef was definitely one of the reasons why it did. You know, manifest Sarko, the yeah. beef, mm-hmm. legendary, Shatawale, and uh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's going off. You yeah. know? So, yeah. do you you don't think like that's a, a necessary part of the game? But um, I don't. Maybe it's good for the hype of it. It's yes. good for the hype. But yes. I think Nigeria has really good rappers too. Shouts to Falls, like he released a really yeah. good album. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to Falls, the bad guy. Like yeah. that was a really good album. Mm. Like from the instrumentation to the lyrics, like we need we need that in Africa. Like mm. yeah, yeah, we need that conscious vibe in Africa. Yeah, but I think we have to keep the music going. 
keep the music. I'm looking forward to collaborating with other South African rappers mm. and the Nigerian rappers and mm. stuff. Yeah. So we'll keep it at that. Very Not brilliant. only is he a lover boy for the girls, but he's keeping <laughs> it all love with the rappers too. <laughs> My brother, Kwesi like I said, one of the most exciting people to come out of West Africa at the moment. Um, exciting a lot of people, including myself around yeah. the world. It's a pleasure to finally meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a pleasure to meet Same. you as well. Yeah. Like, Shops you do keeps like hyping African yeah. music. Like the energy keeps God. putting African <laughs> music out there. Like we're really grateful. No yeah. man, you yeah. guys two are so proud and it's unbelievable. And seeing you at the top is where we want to see you. So yeah. I can't wait for that tape management yeah. <laughs> and then the show in London yeah. this year. Yeah. Again, uh, this is for the Love of Afrobeats podcast. Yeah. My name is Shopsy Do. And Mr. Schmooze. And of course, the incredible Chrissy <laughs> Until yeah. next time, yeah. check us out. Where can people catch you? Um, on Twitter, it's at Kwesiata underscore. On Instagram, at Kwesiata underscore. On Facebook, Kwesiata. On Snapchat, Royal Son of Jacob. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> you know he's getting the girls on Snapchat, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Peace right. out. Until next time, man. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah. Yeah.